GCSE Biology Audio, Ecosystems and Interdependence by KScience.com. An ecosystem is an interaction between all the living and non-living parts of an environment. All the living organisms in an ecosystem is called a community. All the organisms of one species is called a population. The place where an organism lives is called a habitat. We call plants producers because they produce their own food by the process of photosynthesis. Plants use the energy from the sun for photosynthesis. Producers are eaten by primary consumers, and they consume the biomass of the producer. The biomass of a primary consumer is eaten by a secondary consumer, and the biomass of the secondary consumer is eaten by the tertiary consumer. A food chain is a list of organisms showing their feeding relationship. The organisms are joined by arrows. The arrows show the transfer of energy and food between them. The different stages in food chains are trophic levels. Food chains always start with a producer, usually a green plant or algae that photosynthesizes, transferring energy from sunlight into the chemical energy store glucose. Not all the biomass is transferred from one trophic level to the next. Only about 10% of the biomass is transferred from each trophic level to the next. When an organism like a rabbit eats grass the energy stored in the biomass of the grass is used to make new biomass in the rabbit. Energy is transferred to the surroundings by heating during metabolic processes such as respiration. This energy is no longer available to the next trophic level. Another example of how biomass can be lost between trophic levels is excretion, whereby feces and urine are excreted. Undigested food passes through the organism and is egested as solid feces. This biomass is now no longer available to the next trophic level. If the organism dies and is not eaten, this means that the biomass is not available to the next trophic level. Pyramids of biomass are a visual representation of biomass stored at each trophic level. There is always more energy stored in the biomass of producers than the primary consumer, and there is more energy stored in the biomass of primary consumers than secondary consumers. This is because not all the energy is transferred from one trophic level to the next trophic level. Some of the energy stored in the biomass can be transferred to the surroundings. An abiotic factor is a non-living factor that affects living organisms. Water is an abiotic factor because it is non-living. If a plant receives no water, and moisture levels decrease, the plant can die because it can't undergo photosynthesis. If a living organism receives no oxygen, another non-living factor that we call an abiotic factor, the organism can die. Temperature, pH levels of the soil, and mineral levels in the soil are other abiotic factor that can affect other living organisms. A biotic factor is any living factor that affects other living organisms. Examples of biotic factors are predators that eat their prey, this is an example of a living organism affecting another. If a fungal disease kills a plant, the fungi is a biotic factor because it is a living organism. If there is no food that means an animal can't eat, and if the animal dies, this is another example of a biotic factor. Competition between organisms are biotic factors, because if one animal prevents another one from eating or finding a mate, this is a biotic factor as one living organism is affecting another living organism. Organisms in an ecosystem rely on each other for their survival.
This relationship is called interdependence. Any change in numbers of prey affects the numbers of predators and vice versa. A predator-prey relationship graph visualizes the interaction between predators and prey. There are nearly always more prey than predators. The number of predators increases, because if there are more prey, there is more food for them to eat, so they don't starve, so they survive and breed. The number of prey will decrease if there are more predators, because more prey get eaten, so less prey survive and breed. The number of predators will decrease if there is less prey, this is because there is less food for the predators, so more predators will starve and die. A transect is a line across a habitat or part of a habitat. You place a belt transect, which can be a measuring tape along the ground of the habitat you wish to investigate. The number of organisms of each species along a transect can be observed and recorded at regular intervals using a quadrant. This is systematic sampling, not random sampling, as you place the quadrant equal distances along the belt transect, examples can be every one meter, or every two meters. You then count the number of organisms in each quadrant, and measure the abiotic or biotic factor at each quadrant. The distribution and abundance of organisms in a habitat is affected by the biotic factors, other living organisms, that might affect them. It is also affected by abiotic factors, such as availability of light or water. A parasitic relationship is one where only one organism benefits. An example of a parasite is a flea. The flea feeds on a dog and only the flea benefits. A tapeworm is another parasite, as the organism it lives inside won't benefit from the relationship. A mutualistic relationship is one where both organisms benefit. An example is a cleaner fish and a shark. The cleaner fish eats the parasites on from the skin of the shark, and the shark has the parasites removed. Another example of a mutualistic relationship is the clownfish and sea anemone. The sea anemone uses the feces from the clownfish for nutrients, and the sea. Anemone protects the clownfish, as its poison doesn't affect the clownfish, so it can lay eggs. Legumes are a type of plant that have nodule on their roots which contain nitrogen-fixing bacteria. The nitrogen-fixing bacteria in the root nodules of legumes use the glucose from photosynthesis by the plant, as well as getting protection inside the root nodule. The nitrogen-fixing bacteria fix nitrogen into nitrates for use by the plant. Because nitrates are used by plants for making DNA and proteins, having nitrogen-fixing bacteria in the root nodules is beneficial. The nitrate levels in the soil are also increased, increasing the fertility of the soil. This is a mutualistic relationship because both organisms benefit from the relationship.